Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are saying, Disney, if you're listening, we're going to talk about things from the past that we'd love to see back and things we'd love to see Disney change in the future. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Okay, we have some breaking foodie news because (gasps) Disney just released the menus for food and wine. Honestly, Yay. earlier than I anticipated. Usually it's like a few days out and everybody is like, when, when is this dropping? And You're like, it's, it starts tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> and we're like a decent amount of time out from the start of the festival. So, Yes, we have time. We already recorded an exclusive episode over on our Patreon where we're diving into all of our returning favorites, the new items, things we're looking forward to trying, maybe the There's Italy booth. Italy doesn't look like garbage, which I, I feel know. like is huge. It is. I mean, it doesn't, from the outside, look like garbage. So I'm excited to actually see how the food is. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot. Yeah, there's four new booths. Yeah. Which, which is great, but there's also some not returning booths. We might have to have a moment of silence for play, those. I was like, play the Celine Dion, my heart will go on for the swanky, saucy swine. Yep. How did you get, they got rid of the whole booth. The whole booth the gone. Whole thing. It's so funny because every food item made our top favorite list from there. Every item. There was not one miss at that booth. Oh. And they said, clearly nope. no one's listening to our podcast, even though nope. we said Disney is. They're like, oh, that their whole- favorite booth? <laughs> gone trash the whole, the whole premise of this episode never mind because <laughs> exactly. they're not listening <laughs> exactly exactly but you know i feel like they could be with the italy announcement but yeah we recorded an entire episode so if you're interested in everything that colin said we break down all the new booths we talk about our returning favorites and the ones r.i.p that we won't see at the festival this year that maybe disney if you're listening you can bring back next year i mean we haven't even had the festival yet but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a preemptive suggestion, but for now, we'll just listen to I Will Remember You. Yeah, Exactly. I will remember Exactly. You. Maybe we need to do a montage of our items that are not returning that we will miss. Yes, with like clouds and little wings. And yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. Yeah. The, the swanky saucy swine is a good one. It's just like a pig with wings. <laughs> with wings. <laughs> but yeah that that's a good episode so if you want to check it out just head over to our patreon it's up there for our subscribers that are in the mozart or a cheeseburger spring roll tier our mozarts and our cheeseburger spring rolls and there's tons of bonus episodes so if you've never been over there and you're interested in subscribing you support our show which we really appreciate plus you get some cool bonus content behind the podcast content yeah, Unless... and un- uncut episodes every time. <laughs> Thank you, the magic of editing. Exactly. That veil is lifted. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Disney, if you're listening, please never listen to our bonus episodes. You will, <laughs> you will be disappointed. <laughs> what a segue. We're back, though. Another week, another episode. This is a highly anticipated episode. We ask everybody over on Patreon what episode they wanted to see. And this was the clear winner. They said the Disney Are You Listening episode. Yes. And throughout the the 50 episodes we've had about, we, we've always, we've said some things, mm-hmm. right? And we've been like, Disney, if you're listening. And then sometimes these things appear. Yes. Not saying it's us, but I'm just saying it's weird coincidences have happened. I'm not looking at you, the pineapple upside down cake from Aloha Isle. Uh, so happy that's back though. Honestly, but it, or strawberry dipping sauce at Nomad Lounge for churros. You know, there are just things that we've said that have happened. We've, you know, I think you can't ever have anything unless you will it back into the universe. So this is us putting it into the universe. Correct. We've figured these things are working. So why not have an episode that's just dedicated <laughs> to talking about these things? <laughs> so if you are an Imagineer or chef consultant at Disney, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Welcome. We know you've been here, but we're officially welcoming you and saying, we see you. We know you hear us. Bob Iger, is that you? (laughs) Bobby boy, man. We're so happy you're here. I'll give you my personal cell phone number, Bob Iger. You don't need to listen to this episode. We can condense this into a shorter period of time. Don't worry. We could get a nice group text going, you know. Exactly. 
But I feel this is a very, it is a very highly anticipated episode because I think, uh, if anything, we're very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? yes. <laughs> shocked. Everyone's shocked. No, we're very, we're and very we, we all have opinions. We have not discussed our Disney, if you're listening, the things that we want back or different things. So I'm intrigued to see what everyone has brought to the table. We have no parameters. It was just a free for all. Yes, it was. And what's also great, too, is we've been to Disney. We've been going to Disney for years. Mm-hmm. So we've been there during many a changes. Mm-hmm. Many, many a, a change. Many a updates. So we have definitely some things that, like, I'm excited to talk about what I want to bring back. So this is us willing it into the universe. And hopefully yeah. somebody from Disney listening. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Where do we start? I'll start. Yes. I'll start. So I am starting my Disney, if you're listening, in a galaxy far, far away. I am saying, Disney, if you're listening, bring back the Ogo's Cantina breakfast menu. Mm, Agreed. Please. Please. There is no reason that you should have to go into Ogo's at nine in the morning to only drink (laughs) tequila and vodka (laughs) these you know afternoon cocktails it is vacation there is zero judgment but it would be really nice to go in there and have the bloody mary the spear and calf which was there before delicious delicious things they had the overnight oats that are available over at ronto roasters they also had a cinnamon roll situation which mm-hmm. was delicious and it's just poof gone and there's ah, just no reason for it to be gone if you're gonna have to have ogas available that early in the morning give us some breakfast cocktails well, Give us some breakfast food. Then it makes you want to go yeah. two times. Correct. During your trip, morning and afternoon. For me, I would want to go to Oga's for breakfast, period. I would, I, you know my opinion of Oga's. I think it's overrated and I don't, I don't enjoy the cocktails much. So for me to want to go there, I rarely want to go there. If they had breakfast, I would. Yeah, I don't disagree with this situation too because I think back in the day, Oga's was the impossible reservation to get, right? You struggled to find Oga's. Now, I could go on the app and probably get an Oga's reservation for tonight. That's how frequently they pop up now. And I agree with you. If you brought back the breakfast menu, you would bring back demand to go multiple times in a trip. And I mean, I'm not against drinking an outer room at eight in the morning. (laughs) No, zero judgment. It's vacation. I I would prefer a coffee cocktail. You know, I'm not the biggest Bloody Mary person. So I would prefer a coffee cocktail. And if I could get the overnight oats, I love those overnight oats. That is such a great dish. I wish. Yeah. Disney, if you're listening, I agree with you, Mm -hmm. Colin. I just also for the sake of Disney. Bring back demand for Ogas that much during the day. Make people want to go twice. Yep. Money, 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 <laughs> money. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Are we but that, that is the my first of Disney now? <laughs> I mean, but I'm also saying it's my money that I'm giving, so Correct. it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you would like my money. Here is how you can take it. Yep. But yeah, that's my first my my first thing on the wish list. Bella, do you have a food that you want Disney to bring back or a thing that that you want Disney to bring back? I do. Let's hear it. I do. So California Grill, we've talked about this, Mm. but they need to bring back their regular menu. Mm. One, because the lounge seating was by far the best way to dine at California Grill. You could hop up there, get a seat at the lounge, the bar have a couple of appetizers, have a cocktail, wine. It was literally the best way to enjoy California Grill. And then also, they need to bring back brunch. Mm-hmm. Period. It was the best brunch I've ever had. It was, I don't even remember the cost, and I would honestly pay a decent amount for this, because you could order off the menu mm-hmm. any amount of entrees you wanted. We ordered three between the two of us just to try. Yeah, we they did. also had a little bar of food as well where you can go up and get some bread, croissant, oh my gosh, things like that. that amazing BLT salad. Do you remember yeah, that Yeah, they had salad? salads. Oh, like, my gosh. Some sushi. Phenomenal. Delicious. And you could get bottomless mimosas. It's giving me Palo on Disney Cruise Line. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, but better. Yeah. But, but with a view of Magic Kingdom, too. Exactly. Yes. The food was just superb. I mean, obviously, the atmosphere in California Grill is phenomenal. And I think that for me, brunch was perfect. And then sitting at the lounge for dinner, 
is also perfect. I don't one with the prefix menu. Obviously, now I'm not going to be mm-hmm. eating there anytime soon. But even if they went back to just the regular menu, I don't know if I would dine there that often because I don't like the flexibility that it offers. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to go up and just eat at the bar. Yeah, pretty easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So just with how we dine and how we eat during our trips, but that's that's for me the number one for me. I agree with you because. I used to love California Grill so much. And at this point, I have no desire to go back. I just don't think it's worth it. And it's funny because I actually went out with my friend Cody today who had gone when he was there in May and had the new menu. And I said to him, what was your opinion on California Grill? And he said it was forgettable. And he thought his experience at Steakhouse 71 was better. And I was like, that's awful because, again, California Grill is this hyped up thing. So... Mm -hmm piggybacking off you my thing the disney if you're listening i would say get rid of the prefix meals specifically i have two of them that stand out in my mind one is california grill which obviously you've discussed i am the same as you i like to go for appetizers i love their short rib wontons and their goat cheese ravioli i used to just go and order those two things and a few drinks and i used to be the happiest person and now i have to order an entree and a dessert and just not my thing. And then the other one is be our guest. I would like, yes. I would go there for lunch and just get French onion soup. I loved that. Yeah. I would sit there. I, I, I do enjoy the experience and it sucks because I think in this time that we've had the podcast, it's obviously been prefixed this whole time, right? Ever since yes. they came back from COVID. And I have not recommended be our guest because it's so expensive I think it's $67 right now a person. I would Crazy. go in there, sit there for lunch, pay maybe $20 for lunch, which I get they're like, oh, we want the money of the turnover. But I used to just go have that soup, sit in there, and be the happiest camper ever. And I wish they would bring that back because I would 100% recommend this so much more. And again, it's one of those things, though, where I see reservations for Be Our Guest frequently in the My Disney Experience app where they're not selling yeah. it out like they used to. So maybe, Disney, yes. if you're listening, stop being greedy and give the people what they want. Yes. And the, and if it was to change from Prefix, I feel it would add that quick service aspect to Magic Kingdom that they need, like, a good quick service mm-hmm. location. Because right now they lack, mm-hmm. right? They lack in food. Yeah. And I do think that Be Our Guest has some decent dishes, especially that French onion soup. I mean, amazing. It's amazing. so mm-hmm. good. Especially for lunch. So I'm, I am in on this. I love that. Yep. That was my favorite. I just feel Disney has ruined so much by putting prefix menus at places. No one wants a prefix menu. If you want a prefix, you'd order everything. And to be frank, if we're talking California Grill, it'd probably be cheaper for you to order an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. It would probably be cheaper than $89. Correct. For the most part. Obviously, you'd hit certain things. It's like the Disney dining plan, where if you ordered the steak, maybe it would be beneficial to you, but... Yeah, I just, I, I, I hate prefix with a passion. I don't like being told what to do. What? <laughs> no, and I, I would love to know why. I would love to Money, have been Colin. in that meeting. When, I know, but I want, I want to hear it from them. But I, it, it's just clearly taking the money over the customer experience. Yeah. I remember when we were down there that night, we did the, we were trying to do our bar float. And I yes. started the night because I was staying at the Contemporary at the time. I started the night at the California Grill Bar. And that was when we were getting to the very end of the 50th. And I was like, I'm so excited for the original menu to come back. And the bartender who had been there forever was like, it's not coming back. And I was like, way to ruin a really good restaurant. You've ruined it. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Because again, for my friends that don't experience Disney but love Disney, they've been there a few times, they've gone on Disney cruises, for them to say that California Grill was forgettable, it's the reason I don't want to book it right now. Correct. I trust them. I've been I've been to all the restaurants with them. If they say it's forgettable, I'm like, why? Well, I, I assumed it would be, but way to confirm it. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, just piggybacking off yours, Bella. Prefix menus. No. Bye bye. No. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other food ones? Yeah. I do really? Too. I do too. Yeah, I, I have. I have. I have two more. Oh, I have one more. Okay. okay. Well. Well, you, you you stole my California Grill brunch. <laughs> oh, so I only <laughs> so I have well, one. Well, I guess mine is a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yep, <laughs> it's fine. I kind of showed my hand at the on the 
other episode we recorded. Uh-huh. But it's fine. Um, my other Disney, if you're listening, is for the future. And I know that we've talked about this before. But with Tiana's Bio Adventure coming to Magic Kingdom, my Disney, if you're listening, is you need to add a beignet stand Amen. to Magic Kingdom. Amen. And it needs to be right there. I would even be fine if you overtook Golden Oak Outpost Same. and turned that into a beignet stand. Yeah. I don't. I would not really like it to be part of a quick service if you're reimagining, if they're going to reimagine Pecos Bill to a Tiana's Place situation. I wouldn't even want it to be part of that. I would want it to be its own separate standalone thing. Clearly, Disney property can do a delicious beignet. If you've ever been to Port Orleans French Quarter, you've had their delicious beignets. They have some seasonal beignets. They have boozy beignets, which you will not get in Magic Kingdom, and that's okay. Can we, though? We have, please, <laughs> Disney, please. Like, give me um, half a shot of something. I'm not asking I, for like, a lot. <laughs> but, but it's like, let me feel something. No. <laughs> but clearly, they can do it, and they are delicious. Mm-hmm. So... It just, it, it needs to happen. They have it in Disneyland. We need it here. Tiana's is the perfect excuse. I would even be for this if Tiana's wasn't coming, but she's coming and she deserves beignets. And so do we. Agreed. And also I will say, and this might be some little detail that is annoying. I don't want the Mickey shaped. I want a genuine beignet. If Tiana's Cafe in charge. Yes. Yeah. If Tiana's yep. in charge, I want the little rectangular beignet. That's all I want yep. out of this. And I agree with you. I think Golden Oak Outpost is the best place to put it. They are already fully stocked with fryers, so you might as well just Correct. throw a beignet in there. You're making everything Correct. that is served at that place is deep fried, essentially. Correct. And I feel I even saw that in the one of the announcements for Tiana's Bayou that they were saying that they're going to pipe the smell of beignets into the queue. I will. And I'm, I'm like. I'm not saying Disney. If you're listening, if you're gonna pipe the smell of beignets in, and then you're not gonna give me a beignet, I Rude. swear to God. Rude. <laughs> I was they like, they do... could be. It could be like real from like you really making them. Yeah. Like, why has it got to be fake? Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, they could pipe it in, and then the exit Splash Mountain could have a a beignet stand right there. That could be their tactic. Mm. Yeah. Pipe it in. You know, pipe in the smell when you get on the ride. When you exit the ride, there's the stand. Yes. I wouldn't be mad. I agree with no. you. I think they have to do beignets. I think you're doing a disservice to Tiana and all that Tiana stands for if you do not give people the beignets. <laughs> Correct. Also, another breakfast item. There we go. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Golden Oak is open at the weirdest hours. Sometimes it's open. Sometimes it's not. This place just needs to be open all day, especially in the morning when you can get a nice beignet for breakfast. Agreed. That would change the game for sure. And a coffee. Imagine that. Oh, like a chicory coffee? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sold. Agreed. Disney, if you're listening, there it is. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I do have a snack that I wish would come back to Magic Kingdom too. So I feel like I might need to just insert this in this statement right Let's now. Let's go. It's also a fried sweet treat. So, I mean, Whoa. When, when do I recommend this? Never. The churro waffle sandwich that used to be at sleepy hollow because we talk about how churros and disney suck because yeah in disney world suck because they're just boring they used to have a churro waffle sandwich at sleepy hollow of a fresh fried churro with vanilla ice cream and i want that back so desperately i do not know why they took this off the menu i am not even the biggest sweet person but that was absolutely phenomenal Hmm, wow i've never had it i don't even think i've heard about that No. Well, we're putting it back into the universe now, and then you guys can try it. Because, again, what what churro did we talk about? Nomad Lounge. That's the only thing. Also, we talk about how great Sleepy Hollow is and how they hand-fried corn dogs and all these things. Also, they have funnel cakes on the menu, so it's not like they don't have a sweet fryer that they fry it in. I would assume the sweet fryer and the savory fryer are different, but I could be wrong. Just give me back the churro waffle sandwich. It was so good. That would be amazing. So sound good. I mean, Sleepy Hollow could, if they're also redoing that menu, they could also add the breakfast corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> Why we're for at sure. it, Disney, if you're listening. While we're at it, you know, because <laughs> you talked about stepping up the breakfast game in Magic Kingdom. I think that's another thing, Disney, if you're listening, you can step that game up for sure. I mean, I agree. Uh, the, yeah. the breakfast corn dog would be one of the easiest ways to upgrade Magic Kingdom without putting literally any effort forward. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know we're like, fry the corn dog, fry the beignets, there's a breakfast. I'm like, yeah, but these are desperate times. We're in a desperate park. We need, <laughs> like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? I mean to be 
be Frank, what's in that park besides the waffle sandwich that's really not fried? Uh, like the tots. Potato barrels. Yeah, yeah. Have. The tots in the corner, they're fried. It's smothered in gravy. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, All right. That was my other recommendation for Magic Kingdom. I think that's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. It is. I have it. I have a snack one. Okay. But for Epcot. I mean, uh, I guess it could go everywhere. You probably know what I'm going to Oh, say. yeah. Yeah. I, I need the popcorn to come back. I need <laughs> the flavored popcorn back, please. If you're new here, in Epcot, they used to have three flavors. And sometimes I think they would rotate, but they had a sour cream and onion one that was phenomenal. And then they also had, I think at one point, they had a bu- buffalo. buffalo, correct, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. And then a cheddar, I believe, some sort of cheese one. I think these popcorn stands need to not have just plain popcorn. They need to have a flavor. Mm. Because the, I'm sorry, the traditional popcorn, is, it sucks, right? It's Overdone not very too. good. Yeah, oh, yeah, for correct. sure. And like you can still have that, but then have that and then have a, a specialty one as well. It's not that hard to put some powder stuff on it, I don't think. Oh no. Right? <laughs> It's really well, not. like it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, they have the the different kind of popcorn in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So why they can't have it they in have Disneyland? It? Right. So why can't they have it elsewhere? So Disney, if you're listening, you need to bring back flavored popcorn to the parks. Available not only in Epcot. I mean, it's not available anywhere right now. Let's be real, except for Galaxy's Edge. It needs to be available everywhere. She said, "I would like to upgrade what you got rid of." <laughs> Correct. But that that popcorn stand is still there. Yes, it, it is. It is still there. It's across it's just, from Figment. Correct. But it's just basic popcorn now. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I don't disagree with you on that one. No, and popcorn is not something I get all the time. No. And it's not something I would get all the time. But if they had a good flavor, just a nice savory snack yeah. to snack on as you're walking. Because you can get popcorn in so many places. Give me something different. Mm-hmm. I need more than just Galaxy's Edge and the make bulb popcorn and like popcorn in Canada. You know what I mean? Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, while we're talking snacks in the parks, too, let me <laughs> go off. Mr. Kamal's. Because uh. what have we done to this? Mr. Kamal's has changed so much over time. It used to have like a tzatziki sauce over it. Then it used to have a self-service sauce bar. And then it went to the two, the Korean chili ketchup and the honey mustard dip that it has. And now it has sriracha mayo. Why? Mm. It's... For the price, $6 for a side of fries that only gives me sriracha mayo, I'm not feeling that. No, and the ones with tzatziki were so good. They were so good. good. They, were, they good. were the best ones. And I get it. That's not for everyone. To be honest, they should have that one, and then they should have just the plain fries with all those dipping sauces. Mm-hmm. Bring back that right. self-service dipping sauce they had. Yes, You'd save money, too, because people would only take what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could put the sriracha mayo in there if you're really desperate, okay? That's right. I'm not going to have too much. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to get it. But also, I found it funny when I went there this past, the last trip I was on, and I ordered it, and I was talking to the cast member there who was honestly a gem. He was awesome. And I was like, I just don't understand. And he was like, you can make this at home. I know you have sriracha and you have mayo in your fridge. And I was like, you are correct. And the Mm -hmm. other sauces were just something that were so unique that I couldn't make at home. So I think that was the appeal of them. And now they're just basic. Well, isn't there like a sriracha shortage right now? Yes. So, wow, Disney's really, I mean, either they bought all the sriracha. Not a good and look, that's Disney. Where, Not a good look. Yeah, yeah that's where they're the being a little selfish. Yeah. <laughs> but you said basic. It was so true that it's like, I feel like each iteration's been like smacked down a peg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, for sure. It started off so high with that tzatziki, yeah. and then it just kept getting progressively worse. What's going to be next? It's going to come with straight ketchup? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, the, and the fries won't be, they'll just be salt. It'll just be salted fries with ketchup. <laughs> And they'll still be six dollars. Yep. And unless they're unless they're steak fries, Bella's not so getting true. any. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> yes, but I agree. Yep. Just the basic mm-hmm. foods that I feel. Yes. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any more food things that need to change? Great, because I have one. <laughs> and the oh fact that neither one of you are mentioning <clears throat> this makes me question this entire podcast. Because what about the Topolino's Brigatoni? What about it? Okay. What about it, team? 
I know uh, you haven't had it not yet. go there. I know yeah. you haven't had it yet, but what about it? Oh, it needs a change. I'm back. Well, I feel on this next trip that we go on, we are, even if we do not go to Topolino's, we are going to go to the bar and order one order of it for the group for you guys yes. to try it. We have to try oh, no. it. Definitely. No, we have to try it. And <laughs> I definitely thought Bella, Bethany was going to be like, even if we don't go, we're going to stand out there with our picket signs and <laughs> <laughs> shouting up to the 14th floor of the Riviera. Also, it's yeah, so expensive it now. It's like $38 for a plate of pasta. What are you doing? Yeah, That's with crazy. chicken. Yeah, right? I mean, chicken it's just thighs. chicken. Chicken thighs. Chicken thighs, <laughs> exactly. That's the cheapest kind of chicken. Exactly. I know that kind of groceries are more expensive, but not that expensive. And, you know, I dream about this pasta so often. I mean, it is the one dish, really the one dish that I truly crave mm-hmm. yeah. from Disney that Same. every single trip I have to get it. Like, it is just a need. I mean, heck. I was, one of our last trips, I think it was our first trip with Finn, I was in the room uh-huh. and you brought it back for me. I did. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going to get it, but you got it. Yeah, I got it. And I, and it was cold, but you know what? Still good. Still, Still good. Still good. Didn't even matter. Didn't Still even matter. Good. I mean, here's the thing. I agree with you. It was the same for me that I always would go for a Topolino's rigatoni. I would make a, mm-hmm. like a reservation every trip. I tried that new one probably, I think it was the end of January I was there. I have been back three, t- two, three times since then, not made a Topolino's reservation. I just don't have a desire to go there because yeah. it's if you've never had it, it would still be good. But for the people that have been there from the OG, you notice a little bit of truffle and it's just unnecessary. Exactly. I mean, the first time I had this dish, I literally took a bite and I said, this is probably one of the best things I've ever eaten. Same. Period. And I love pasta. And I'm not just talking this is the best pasta dish. Yeah, it's the best pasta dish I've probably ever had in my life. But no, it's actually up there in some of the best food I've had, the best dishes I've had. And you got the steak. Yes. It was just the two of us. And you got the steak and you tried it and you thought. I made a mistake. Correct. (laughs) Mistake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we've talked about this before. We considered the rigatoni to be in our podcast logo. That's how much we loved it. Yeah. So It's amazing. It's so good. And again, it's not awful now. It's just different enough to not make me want to go back. And Mm -hmm. that sucks. I mean, we are the biggest rigatoni stands, but we will try it. We will get your live reactions when we go down in August because it's just different enough for you to be like, something's off. Mm. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because Topolino's, you know, was our favorite place to go specifically for this. And the unfortunate thing is if this is not if this is not the dish that I remember and a dish that makes me want to go back, I won't be going back soon because the other dishes aren't even close to what the rigatoni was at. No. Yeah. I even posted the other day about Bar Riva and I was talking about how much better the mullen chocolate cake was at Bar Riva yeah. than it is at Topolino's. And it's, it's like half the price. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're not going to get a good meal. You're going to get a good meal at Topolino's, but... The, the dishes overall there don't pull me in mm-hmm. as much as dishes at Citrico's overall, yeah. Yeah. you know? But yeah, I'll be interested to see how it is, but I do, I don't even care. I, I just think they need to bring it back. Exactly. You know, I don't care how it tastes now. I just want them to bring it back. <laughs> don't change something that was already perfect. Agreed. All right. We're progressing from food. Even though this is a food podcast, we all have other opinions because <laughs> I got some on the list too. <laughs> Look, if we're if we're airing our grievances and we're saying Disney, if you're listening, we might as well just air them all. That's true. Yep, I probably have one that's probably all on our list. Okay, go for it. Bring back the old fast passes. Oh, is that on anyone's list? No, it wasn't on my list. Wow. Okay, so here's but here's what I want. Okay, I want the paper fast passes. <laughs> Ma'am, I do not want to have to physically walk to every ride. I think they could bring back a combination. Okay. Oh okay. A combination. Those were those were the get, good old days. Yeah, I will say but they, they were. really were. You could get you can get additional fast passes yeah, if you're in the park and you can grab the paper. Okay, but then you can also book your fast passes on your phone. Whatever. I do think that. Do you know the people that are going to go up and be like, "I lost my fast pass. Yeah, I lost well, my piece of no, paper." No, no. Well, you, uh-huh. you lose it, you don't go in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But no, I I just think that some parts of the old fast pass system, both of them. So before Genie Plus. The fast pass system where you booked the fast passes ahead of time, 
And then also the paper fast pass, like the just it needs to be revamped, in my opinion, because I don't think Genie Plus is it. Okay, which is funny because mine on my list, I'm looking at it right now, it says Genie Plus, keep it like it is. <laughs> wow. And here's why is because there's been some talk online recently that Disney has put out surveys to people that, you know, have been to the parks recently. And they're talking because Disney has blatantly said they were going to change Genie Plus and make it easier that you can pre-book things and whatnot in the future coming in 2024. Here's the thing, though. In this survey that I saw online, they talked about tiering the fast passes or the the lightning lanes. So, for example, in Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Jungle Cruise, they would all be under one tier and you could only book one of those rides and then you could mm. book it a different tier. And I'm like, why would you make something more complicated that is already stupidly complicated? I agree with you in the sense of going back to make things simpler, which is where my keep it like it is, is because I know that Disney has poured millions and millions of dollars oh, yes. into Genie Plus. So I don't think they're going to get rid of it because obviously you have to try to break even and i hundreds of millions of dollars they've poured into that portion of the app and if they sit there and tier it which i think was tiered back in the day if i'm remembering it was was. yeah it was i feel like i've blocked this out of my memory but again something that i'm paying for could you imagine if you pay 30 dollars and you only get one ride in the top tier so you're only getting one ride on space or big thunder or something and that's Mm -hmm. dumb So that's why I said keep it like it is. But I think you and I have the same goal in mind. It's just. Yeah. And I I think what I liked about previous years of FastPass was that I liked this and I didn't like it. You can book ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You can book three whatever FastPasses prior to your trip. It caused less stress each day. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to wake up a certain time and try to book these FastPasses. I enjoyed that. I do think that. There obviously needs to be a middle ground at some point. You know, you need to be able to book these fast passes the day of and have a good chance of getting these fast passes because that's what was happening. You know, I think if you were trying to book during the the day you were there, it was risky. You weren't probably going to get the ones you wanted. So I think there has to be a happy medium. But I liked the pre-planning aspect of it. And I think that that's what I want them to somehow bring back because there's so much stress involved each day trying to book these things especially in the morning and that's not what a vacation's about you know I think that there's so much planning that goes into a Disney trip prior to the trip and this should just be add on to that there's no need for this to be another layer of stress when you're there you should just be enjoying your vacation agreed I think it'll be interesting. It's interesting that they put that out in surveys. And I feel people have illegally screenshotted them and posted them on the internet. It's like, don't <laughs> share this. This is information. I don't know who you are. But I don't want it to go back to this tiered system, especially if you're paying for it. You're paying yes. for yeah, it. Yeah, paying for it. Oh, you can book one ride here and whatever. And I would like to pre-book rides. But again, knowing Disney, making it so complicated. Yeah, correct. But knowing Disney, it's, they're going to probably have like, okay, if you want to book multiple in the high tier, you pay this price. Correct. If you want to, if you want to book in the lower tier, you pay this price. Whatever. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. If they do this tiered stuff, it's it's out of control. To be honest, even the fluctuation and even the recent addition to Genie Plus, where they've changed it that you can just purchase it for one park and the price is different, but it's the same at Magic Kingdom if you bought every park. I don't understand that. Yeah. But I. Mm. they're just overcomplicating everything for sure they need to go back to like i don't mind the fee if they want to charge a fee it is what it is we're not going to get away with that but add it in the beginning when you book your hotel whatever you can add it up to whatever minute days pay for the genie plus yeah book whatever you can and then you have access to more fast passes when you get closer the the day of whatever whatever might be it's just a streamlined process No, and I agree with you because I was thinking this the other day too. You know, we just passed the 4th of July and the parks were relatively dead. On the 4th, I looked at the wait times in Hollywood Studios. It was 13 minutes for Tower of Terror, which means it's a walk-on. Wow. It was five minutes for Toy Story Mania. At one point, Rise of the Resistance was 25 minutes. And if I were going to the parks that day, I'd be like, no need for Genie Plus. I'm not buying this Mm -hmm. today. That's stupid. Correct. And... I think if you had people pre-book it, 
you would have had them pay for it and they would have had mm-hmm. it and they would have been fine with it because they're like, well, we already paid for it when we paid for the trip. It's like the dining plan, but for, <laughs> yeah, Correct. Exactly. for Correct. lightning lanes. But yeah, but at least with this, you're guaranteed a fast pass. You know, with True. the dining plan, you're guaranteed to lose money. <laughs> yeah, that's <Accurate>. right. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we have a lot to say about Genie Plus and lightning lanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yep. Disney, if you're listening, just make it less complicated, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all i'm asking you're gonna make it more complicated and we're gonna hate you for it yep do you have anything another one yeah mm-hmm. yeah i do disney if you're listening magic kingdom needs a nighttime parade oh i am not a huge parade person but i am a huge nighttime parade person i have a lot of nostalgia with nighttime parades in magic kingdom and it's going back to spectro magic Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We let me clarify. We need a nighttime parade, and it cannot be the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is is not bad. Bring us paint the night. Oh. bring back Spectro Magic. Paint the night. Whatever, whatever we got to do. But I really do think that it just adds a little bit more magic to the day when we have a nighttime parade. I just love that aspect of of our Disney trips when I was a kid, and it's something that I want back for my kid. Aww. I agree with you. I mean. I yeah. think the, the daytime parade they have right now. <laughs> that was really cute, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was. No, it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the daytime parade they have right now. Why am I blanking Festival on the uh, Festival of Fantasy. Fantasy. Thank you. Festival of Fantasy. Is a dud. <laughs> it is. It's not that great. Well, I think it's fine. It's just not magic. It's not, when you've seen magic happens. happens. I yeah. agree. Correct. You know, I, I don't think Festival of Fantasy is a bad parade uh, by any means. I just think that mm. magic happens is better. But Bella's... Over it. So, over it. I am over it. Also, I don't. I, I think nighttime parades have the added bonus of not standing in the hot sun watching yes. a parade. Huge. You know, I mean, that's like that's yep. why. I, and also, I mean, the Christmas I was party about to say parade, parties. Yep. Yeah, the parties. The, their yep. parades are phenomenal. The Halloween like, parade, yeah, absolutely, so, is great. So so good. And it's also at night, and I just feel like it with the lights and and just the floats. I think it looks better at night parades tend to look better at night and there's just something magical in the air when it's night oh for sure Mm -hmm. there's just something in the air that i can't describe that just makes it so much better yep absolutely i think disney parks are just superior at night too i just think that that that's that's a hot take i guess but i just think that magic kingdom is in desperate need of a little bit more nighttime entertainment agreed you know, so Disney, if you're listening, bring us a braid. Exactly. And you know what's funny? Because mine is also in Magic Kingdom, and it also has to do with nighttime. But mine is to bring the dream lights back to the castle. Mm. Oh. Because they used to do the beautiful icicle dream lights on the castle that were so magical, so yes. pretty. And obviously the 50th happened. They got rid of them because they had all the 50th things on the castle. And they said they're not bringing them back and they're going for projections. And while projections can be great, I think there's just something about... It's like the difference when you see a house. And this is no hate to anyone decorating their house for Christmas. But, you know, there's the people that spend the time to hang up Christmas lights. And the ones that put the little projector in the front and it projects on the front. That's the same. It's the same vibe. One yeah. just feels a little more heartfelt. And, and like, <laughs> I get that everyone's at different stages, but this is somebody's paid job at Disney. You know what I'm saying? Correct. I just love the dream lights. I just felt so magical. And I wish they would come back. I agree with you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's stunning. Mm-hmm. I, it's absolutely stunning at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It is. And See? now we get projections. Cool. It looks like a Christmas present. <laughs> it's just not the same. One no, felt like magical and whimsy, and the other one just feels cookie cutter. For sure. So that's my yeah. other one in Magic Kingdom at night. Ah, I have one for Animal Kingdom at night, mm. actually. Mm. They, they Disney, if you're listening, you can bring the ugly barges from the Epcot World Showcase Lagoon to Rivers of Light and do an entire nighttime show over there. Where Rivers of Light used to be, mm-hmm. I should say, in Animal yeah. Kingdom. Because they have the perfect stadium for it. Yes. Right? I mean, they have the seats already there. They have to do something because it's literally just open yeah. right now. It's empty. And I think those barges were what Rivers of Light wanted to be mm-hmm. when they did the projections with the lily 
pad and all that stuff. I feel yeah. like the they did the water, the water screens, yeah, yeah, I just feel like it didn't yeah. really come across that great. And I think these barges, while I get it, they wanted it to be this nature, beautiful kind of show. The barges are probably not going to be used again ever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm hoping. So I'm hoping. they can bring it over to Animal Kingdom and do something over there because what they can do is push it back and it's not going to be in the way of anyone's view. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like this, it's not going to be in the center like is it is in the point. World Showcase. Yeah, Rivers of Light Stadium was not built to be like World Showcase where it's 360 degree view. It mm-hmm, is correct. only a two-sided view. Mm-hmm. So they can put the Stargate back far enough that everyone's going to see it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And there's not a bad view, yep. right? Which is just such a horrible design flaw for Harmonious. That was the worst part of it. Yep. And it's like, here's this amazing show that you probably won't see depending on where you're standing. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. You have a 360 yeah. degree view of the entire lagoon and it only makes sense from such a small sliver of a portion. <laughs> from like three countries. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's be nice. It is. But here's the other thing that was funny that during Harmonious, it wasn't even like a, here's a dessert party and you can pay more to see it. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't even that. But you could no. get a fast pass. You could get a lightning lane for the, the viewing area. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, put a dessert party on the, I don't know, Italy, Italy Pavilion or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Charge people for it at least. Own up to what you're doing. And I yep, think, too, yep. the thing with Animal Kingdom is there's nothing at night. That park closes so early at this point. It does. Compared to what it used to be that I wouldn't be mad because I know we can't have fireworks there. You can have right. fireworks right. in Epcot. So just give me something. I don't know why that wasn't the place of where they wanted to fit the barges into, like a barge into the rivers of light because it would have made more sense where you'd be like, oh, Correct. we're not disturbing the animals. Great. And instead they're like, hey, you know this view that's great and we're still going to launch fireworks off it? Cool. Correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They could probably do a whole awesome water show. Yeah. There's so many things. They're doing the Moana way of water thing mm-hmm. in Epcot. I mean, they just have a whole Avatar movie that's called The Way of Water. Like mm-hmm. they have so many like Finding Nemo underwater. I don't know. They probably could have done a great water show that encompasses everything that has to do with Disney movies and water. Also, if you totally. want in that stadium, if you want to put in something like World of Color where you can put fountains and yes. that, I wouldn't even don't even bring the barge. I would even be fine with the fountains. Just yeah. do something yeah. like that. Give me a Bellagio style water show. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Because the thing about that stadium is it's pretty tucked away. Like mm-hmm. we said, you're not going to see what's going on in there unless you're sitting at the the bottom part of Flame Tree Barbecue where you actually walk into the stadium and sit and yeah. and, and look. Yeah. It's not like it's in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon. Right. <laughs> Even if you're in that area that looks over from all the way across and you can see Everest, it's mm-hmm. off-centered. It's not yeah. centered Correct. in the water. So that would not be your main view when looking over at Everest. I don't think it would disturb that view at all. Correct. No, no. And I just think, unfortunately, such a waste of space right now. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. stadium that just works with the rest of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And it's beautifully integrated. Yeah, yeah beautifully integrated. And I think that I, I am sure they're in the... I, I would imagine Disney is in talks of what they're going to do with the space because it's been empty for quite some time now ever since kite tails left but i do think that doing some sort of water show repurposing the barges would be great or you know doing like a world of color kind of situation just something over there would be would be nice it would drive people to stay there for you know until like 8 p.m yeah Mm -hmm. yep so actually you you mentioned dessert party Mm -hmm. that was my last one my last thing to say Disney, if you're listening, I would really like you to bring back the Frozen Dessert Party in Epcot. Mm. It was probably the best dessert party I have ever been to. I've been to it three times. <laughs> and I'm not a, a sweets person. I'm not a sweets person. Mm-hmm. And one time it rained. We had to go inside Norway and have it in there. But the other two times, the table that you are sat at is the table you watch the fireworks from. Now, I will mm-hmm. say, they need to get rid of Epcot forever before I... Before they bring this back. Because they need a good show. But it was really great because where you were sitting was where you saw the fireworks. 
The food was pretty good. They had specialty cocktails. It was just a great way to watch Illuminations at the time. Phenomenal way. And then afterwards, the park closed, but they walked you over to Frozen and you got to ride Frozen. You were the last ones on Frozen and then you walked out to an empty park. And it was just such a great special way to do a dessert party that was themed, not like over-the-top theme. Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah. I thought all the touches were phenomenal. They had the best almond cookies I have ever had in my life. Shocker. Those so, like, I hoarded them out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I stuck them in my purse. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I grabbed a few and I She was that person, purse. yeah. We're okay with um, And then we had them for the rest of our trip. And they had some great hot desserts and some, you know, regular cookies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, they need to bring this dessert party back or something similar to this dessert party you know, walk us on to Ratatouille. I mean, I'm not a Ratatouille fan, but they could do some sort of Ratatouille-themed dessert party. Like, mm-hmm. how appropriate would that be? Oh, in mm-hmm. France? Oh, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Um, you have that whole area in France, too, that's kind of between the UK and France that's usually used mm-hmm. for weddings. Yeah, yeah exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So they, I think Epcot should have some sort of themed dessert party similar to how they did Frozen. Yeah. I yeah. think that was that would be amazing. Yeah, you know what's really funny? Because my last one on my list is a nod to Colin where I just said, we haven't been told what's coming to Epcot, so just bring back Illuminations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, like, or even why like, are we going back to Epcot forever? Exactly. Why are we going back to that? Or even a nod to Illuminations. You know, you can, I've always said this about Happily Ever After when it came back. I was genuinely shocked that they didn't add anything new to it because I think if they added something that was like Encanto or something, it would keep it relevant for longer. And they, for sure. they did, you don't have to eliminate anything, just, just add a scene to it. And I feel they could do it with Illuminations and kind of add a little bit to make it. If I got a cross between Illuminations and Harmonious, mm. I'm just saying. Wouldn't be mad. No, no. a hybrid baby. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, and what I love so much about Illuminations, obviously, the whole entire show was phenomenal. But I love that the use of the lights on the countries yes. and how they used it with the music. Mm-hmm. That was missing from Harmonious for mm-hmm. me. So. Yeah, it would have been great if the country lit up. It would. How hard would it have been for USA to light up during the Tiana section? Correct. You or know what I'm especially when you, you especially during Harmonious when you had specific times where you were singing in a different language. Correct. Light up that country. Then we Correct. all know exactly what we're singing. <laughs> Correct. But I think, yeah, Illuminations is amazing. It's it's still the only show that was quintessentially Epcot. It had its mm-hmm. own sound. It had its own vibe. It was perfect for Epcot. My gripe with Harmonious is that you could have played it anywhere. It was just a mishmash of Disney karaoke. Was it in different languages? Yes, but that's the only thing yeah. that made it, it was like fit a, in Epcot. It was like a knockoff happily ever after. It gave correct. me happily ever after vibes, correct. and that's because it was I, very similar. Correct, and I do not. I I very much enjoyed the fact that we heard some of the songs in the native language. I thought that was awesome, but the whole show as an entirety did not mm-hmm. encompass Epcot and World Showcase like Illuminations did. Yeah, I really want them to do a show in Epcot that starts off with Walt talking about. Epcot. I mean, yeah. he pitched Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. And then go into it should be about that vision, right? Yeah. Because that is what Epcot is about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We Epcot Forever kind of starts. You think, oh, it's kind of maybe going to be good. And then it goes in this weird direction that's not very good mm-hmm. at all. But I feel like they do need an idea. Epcot Forever, in theory, was a good idea because right? it kind of went back to some of the great things in Epcot. But I think they need to kind of just make a show about the vision of Epcot. Because then it'll be more unique to Epcot and won't just be Disney music. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I, as much as I agree, I loved Harmonious. I love the soundtrack of Harmonious. I'll say that. I, yes. It was very generic Disney. <laughs> like, yeah. I just it was didn't just feel Disney. Like I feel tried. like it was Disney washed. Yeah. It yeah. was Disney washed. Yeah. Yep. For sure. You didn't really get, like Bella's saying, the true vibe of Epcot. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I still listen to Harmonious in the car. I, I will put on the entire it's Harmonious It's a great album. soundtrack. It's yeah, a great soundtrack. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not a great show. <laughs> well, you know, half there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have some breaking Disney news. 
Those of you who have followed us for a while know about our love for the spring roll in Magic Kingdom. And finally, we said that they were getting rid of the pastrami when they sold the last one. And they have sold the last one, and we have a new flavor now. And our friend Kristen from right down Main Street went and got it for us today. Bless you for braving the July (laughs) Florida heat. (laughs) Bless you. So, what, what's our review? How? Was what it? is it for starters? Well, first of all, we gotta we gotta go with the flavor, right? Yes. Did you say the flavor? Oh no. yeah, you're so we right. Have a, we have an intro so right. the flavor. No, that's that's for you. <laughs> that's for you. We have a chicken, ham, and cheese flavor, and so it's like a chicken cordon blue, a take on a chicken cordon blue. And I did not have high expectations, I will say, but I really enjoyed it. It was served with a honey mustard dipping sauce. And with the honey mustard dipping sauce, it was even better uh, than plain, obviously, but still not better than the classic cheeseburger. You know, See. okay, here, I have a few things. One, I did text you very early this morning and say, you need to get your butt to Magic Kingdom and try it. So I will give you a 10 out of 10 for that. You took this challenge and accepted it. Appreciated from all of us over here at the Main Street Dish. Here's the thing. Did you feel like it was heavy for the summer? Yes, odd choice for a summer spring roll, you know. I definitely left um, in pain a little. But uh, <laughs> how many spring rolls did you order? Good. It was good. I ordered four. I had an order of cheeseburger and an order of the new chicken, ham, and cheese. And I did say to Bethany, too, I wish that they added some bacon in there. Could have used like a little crunch on the inside, some bacon. I mean, there's ham, so like pork, same thing. But it was good. It was cheesy, it was salty. Mm. I enjoyed it. Mm, I like a salty moment. Yeah, I do too. I felt like when I when I saw this flavor, it seemed like it would be a little bland, right? Like kind of like one note. Did you get that? Like was it definitely like one note and not like a def? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it. The chicken was almost pointless. Like I couldn't taste the chicken <laughs> at all. Like they just yes. made it ham and cheese, honestly. But it it needed that honey mustard dipping sauce. Mm. I love. I know there's like so many mustard haters out there. I love mustard. So the honey mustard was perfect with that. It sounds good. And I feel like I'm going to be into this when I try it. But it looks so boring. The entire thing is like one color. (laughs) Yeah, it's one color. That's what I was going to say. And that's, I mean, to your point about the bacon, it needs something, right? But I saw the inside of it too. It just looks so cheesy. Yeah. Like it it, it just looked like a a cheese bomb. It was cheesy, but I Is that a bad thing? Same though. Is it a bad thing? I don't know. I I just feel I'm excited to try this, but at the same time, I'm confused by this. And I feel with so many other flavor options, why did we go with chicken cordon bleu? Exactly. In the middle exactly. of summer. When I saw that flavor today, I'm like, yeah, I was like, that wasn't the choice I expected. Mainly because I don't think I've ever seen chicken cordon bleu in any single menu in all of Walt Disney World or any restaurant <laughs> probably on years. the East Coast. Yeah, like exactly. Like I don't think I've come across chicken cordon bleu I ever. feel like that's something that you'd find in like your grandmother's recipe book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I actually... Like wh- where was the deep now dive Now that you for say it? it, I literally don't think it's on a single menu in Disney World that I can think of. When's the last no, time everyone's had is. chicken cordon bleu? Like, I don't know yeah. if I've ever had it, honestly. <laughs> I think I have when I was like a child. I, I don't this remember. Seems, seems like such a 90s dish to me. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? I think you're right. <laughs> like, just like, mm. Mm. but just like the de- such a random. De- it's like they put a they put their hand into a bag full of recipe cards and just like how pull much one out. how much chicken and pork would you say was in it compared to the actual cheese? It was definitely mostly cheese, for but there was a good amount of ham in there. Chicken, like I said, you couldn't, the chicken was the same color as the cheese, and it was literally just like <laughs> flavorless chicken cubes. So you really couldn't taste the chicken. I don't know how much chicken was in there. It tasted like mostly cheese and ham. Okay, so since we're doing, Disney, if you're listening, I need a spring roll flavor from everyone that, Disney, if you're listening, what should be the next spring roll flavor? Do you need me to start, or can somebody else go first? I'll start. I'll go first. Oh, I can go first. everybody goes first. Oh, oh, wow. Look at us. Okay. Well, I'm not ready, so I'll go last. <laughs> Ladies first. Kristen, go ahead. Go ahead, Bethany. I want to hear okay. yours. All right. All right. I'll go first. All right. My dream flavor, chicken parm. Chicky, chicky parm parm. 
Oh, and here's the thing: if yes. you do it right, it does not need marinara sauce in it. You could have the chicken, the cheese, and the marinara Correct. sauce yep. in it. Somebody, I did post this on the great new app Threads that's now <laughs> taking all my yes. time. And somebody said, "What about a pesto sauce for it?" And to that, I say, "Yes, I could dip it in a pesto." So a chicky yes. chicky parm parm with mozzarella and marinara sauce in it, dipped in a pesto. Disney, if you're listening, that's what I want. That sounds amazing, Kristen. It does. I would Kristen, eat that. Yeah. Okay, I have three. Three? You're just giving Disney yeah. ideas for free over here. I, they need help. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them all the help I can. So we're going with a breakfast one. Ooh. There's no love, reason they love. cannot have this. Bacon, egg, and cheese or sausage, egg, and yes. cheese? Or both. Yes. Magic Kingdom has, like, no quick service breakfast options or not enough. Mm. So. Yeah. Perfect. Bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, egg, and cheese. Mm. I also Comes have a seasonal side of idea. Syrup. Oh, yes. A Thanksgiving <gasps> leftover. That oh. was my idea. That's what came into my mind. That is a I'm like a gobbler. With the cranberry with the, dip. A Wawa gobbler, with but the in dip. a yeah, yeah, roll. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody Some here turkey, is from, yes. from Jersey adjacent. So I feel like a Wawa situation. Yes. I like this. Yes. I love it. And my third one is a dessert spring mm. roll. Cookie dough. Oh, with like powdered um, sugar on top. Like mm. gooey cookie dough. That I feel good. like we do need a sweet option. Yeah. That would be, and a breakfast option. Wouldn't I think mad. they're definitely missing, because we kind of talked about this. When we went to Disneyland, they had the, the breakfast corn dog as well. Yes, yeah. I said that they need to have other breakfast items in Magic Kingdom, and that's a great way mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good options, Kristen. It's, it is good options. Mine, kind of playing on my, my Disneyland love here, it would be a birria beef mm. and cheese spring roll with a salsa verde dip. Birria is a good option. Yeah, that sounds. They good. had that. They had. Oh, they had so one good. in Disneyland during. I think it was one of the festivals, and it was like it was Lunar New Year. Yeah, and it was like nine dollars for one spring roll. So we complain <laughs> about the price now. It's about to be worse. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, though, they looked bigger than the ones in Magic Kingdom. It looked like the actual size of an egg roll. Almost. That's true. Was it? I didn't have it. I don't. I didn't have it either. But still. You know it's going to be overpriced at that point. Yeah, that They're going to jack the price up yeah. to twelve fifty for two of them at least. The other, the other one I would be okay with would be like an awesome like chicken shawarma mm-hmm. one with a nice like tzatziki dip too. That would I be appreciate so that you're just taking your favorite things about Disneyland and putting them <laughs> into spring rolls in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> in a spring roll, and if you want to arrest me, you it's can. Fine. You no know one's where mad to find at you, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also would just like them to bring back the buffalo chicken. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's. I don't think anything will so, ever top Bethany, a cheeseburger. It's good. no. The no. cheeseburger is immaculate. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. But Bethany, I'd be curious to to know your definitive ranking once we have this. Yeah, one. we'll have to find out when we're there in August. We'll try it. If it's still on the menu, I mean, like back in the day, they would rotate every month or so. So well, Disney, we, if you're listening, we had the pastrami one for like that. two yeah, years. So would... I don't have high hopes. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> It's funny because somebody commented on one of my reels a while ago and said they had the next one on deck. They were waiting for the pastrami to sell out. And I was like, how much pastrami did you guys buy? <laughs> it was probably a, two months ago that they said that. So I was like, think, how long does pastrami keep? I mean, it's like a cured meat probably like, forever. It's probably like a Twinkie, you know? <laughs> you know they pull that right I out guess. of the freezer. <laughs> Accurate. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> yep. Disney, if you're mm-hmm. listening, you got a bunch wow. of ideas for spring rolls. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so we are going to be starting a new segment that is going to rotate with our hot takes. And this new segment is going to be essentially a nice shout out to our subscribers over on Patreon because we love them so much and they're, they're so wonderful. So we decided to ask them a question that we, we talk about all the time is what food or what snack or what any type of Disney food item do you have to have for your Disney trip to feel like a Disney trip? Mm-hmm. So what is your quintessential Disney World food item that you must have on every Disney trip? And I know we all kind of have our things, but we asked our subscribers on Patreon. So our, one of our subscribers, Carolyn, so I thought this was a good one to start with, said, a cocktail 
on the veranda at Enchanted Rose, uh. my pick tends to be the Garden Daisy. I thought, what a perfect way to start because mentally I'm always on the veranda at Enchanted Rose Same. <laughs> <having a> cocktail. <laughs> but honestly, anything that has to do with the Grand Floridian makes me feel like a disney trip for sure just walking in the lobby i was like i mean it's probably in shambles right now but like <laughs> correct we i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it weirdly colin picked the uh, the one that starts at the grand floridian in order to be like, what makes you feel Are like you you're shocked? at disney he's like the smell of the grand floridian no but i like this because carolyn knew exactly, carolyn knew what i was coming for we always talk about our things that make us feel like we're at disney whether it be you know anything uh yeah enchanted rose will always make me feel like i'm at disney the vibe there is just so elite it is so so good especially the veranda yes it's fun to sit inside but if the weather's right catch me out on that little veranda yep i know (laughs) overlooking the the horrible view of the grand floridian you know (laughs) on a beautiful night as the sun's setting it's terrible no but i would probably exchange the garden daisy for a for a seasonal old-fashioned if i do say so myself I'll, yep. I'll take that. Or a eh? lavender fog. Yep. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> lavender fog is my go-to. That's for sure. I, Any day. I could use a lavender fog right now, actually. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Good. I don't think we have this penciled in for our August trip, but we might need to. But I feel like we could do it the night that we do Victoria and Albert's. Oh, we have to, because how else do you go to a classy dinner? You know, without going prior to a classy bar. Yeah, Bella. Oh, classy lounge, <laughs> I, I should say. Lounge. Yes. Lounge. Yes, but that would be that would be great too. I know. We're just gonna so be good. sitting in the Jenner Rose, be like, Oh, we're just here before our, our dinner at Victoria now, but it's just <laughs> keep it. saying it as loud as we yeah, can. Yeah, and I'm gonna but... look at the menu and be like, What is the cheapest cocktail on this? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, we're ordering a lavender fog regardless, let's be honest. Oh uh, yeah, we are, we are. <laughs> But yeah, but I totally understand the vibe of sitting outside and having a cocktail. I do mm-hmm. feel like that is when vacation begins. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To me, it doesn't even matter where I'm having that said cocktail, but I mean, that ain't a bad place to do it. <laughs> Not at all. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Carolyn. <laughs> well, I feel you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Please second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.